Tony Malazzo, you are alive and on board again, but we have a very special guest this time on board here, Marina Del Rey on Bellinote. I'm a big fan of his, comedian, actor, director, right, uh, if I miss something you have to tell me, I'm live with Joey Medina. What's up, Tony? Oh, my. Good to be here on this lovely boat. Oh, thank you. I can't believe you're even here. I am a huge fan, love your work. I know it's like 20-something years in the business, and you're very inspirational to others. Just got to say that. Thank you, man. I appreciate <laughs> it. You know, it's so funny. It's like sometimes you take things for granted. Like uh, it, sometimes you're in your own head, and then when somebody, you know, uh, says, hey, man, I've been watching forever, or, or they'll quote a joke that I, I did years ago, or or you're in another country and they know who you are, That's that, it just catches you by surprise, and it's like, oh, fuck, okay, people have been paying attention. You know, yeah. so it's pretty good. Yeah, especially you. Uh, you're, you're a face. I mean, this yeah. face. Joey yeah. Medina. I got the face of an ex-fighter, because that's what I was. So <laughs> it's like, you know, it's funny. Years ago, uh, I had a, my own morning radio show in L.A., and one of a, one of the sponsors was a plastic surgery surgery clinic. And they were like, hey, do you have a girlfriend? You know, give her some, some tits or something. I'm like, no, it's just me. And they were like... Well, you, do you need anything? Because they, they need it. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll do my nose. So I was thinking about fixing my nose because it's broken from boxing. They yeah. took the cartilage out. But then everybody was saying, no, don't change that. That's you, man. That's what you look like. So I ended up getting a little bit of liposuction at the time. And uh, <laughs> that shit hurt. <laughs> yeah. You're not even a big guy. Were you bigger then? Uh, actually, I was because... smaller. But it was free, so I took it. <laughs> I was thinking maybe get some some penis reduction, but they they didn't do that kind of operation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hell, I'll be in on that with you too. You know, nice. these girls say they want big ones. They complain, they complain, then they get a big one. Then they don't want a big one anymore. Right, right. Like, you can't win. Your yeah. face is nice. Your face isn't nice. Your nose is broke. Your nose isn't broke. Yeah, it's you like got it's character. Win. Yeah, that's it. I they like that about you. Thank got you. You too. You got a character. Yeah. We know the whole East Coast thing. Yeah, but, you know, we got characters, another way of saying that we can only play certain parts. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true, too. No, uh, we're not leading men. Actor, no. Unless it's our own film, then we can do yeah, what the fuck yeah, we want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we're a leading man. If yeah. I cast it, direct it, write it, yeah, yeah hell yeah. Then we're, yeah, especially if we finance it, too, right? Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we play anybody you want. <laughs> so, yeah. good stuff. I, I know I've been watching you for many years. I mean, um... Let's go with some of your more recognizable stuff, just for some people, if, if somebody out there, especially they're boating and they're on the hook in the middle of uh, the Bahamas somewhere listening nice. to this, or who knows where, and they're like, Joey Medina, who's that guy Joey Medina again? The biggest thing I've done, um, where I, it's, you know, every, people still keep hitting, hitting me up, is uh, something called the Original Latin Kings of Comedy, and mm, that was with right. uh, George Lopez, Paul Rodriguez, Cheech Marin. And it was right around... I remember you in yeah, that. Yeah, right when that's when the Latin, the Kings of Comedy came out yeah. and the Blue Collar Tour guys, you know. So I was in the Latin version of that. Right. And uh, it was huge. I mean, it the the DVD oh, yeah. actually is one of the highest selling comedy DVDs of all time. Yeah. That's how, that's how good it did, you know. So and, right there, I mean, you were groundbreaking in George Lopez at the time for all these other Latinos that are yeah, up yeah. now. No, it, I it, mean, it's it all because of you. Yeah, you well, one, one of the... Yeah, that, that, you know? film, that film actually really broke uh not just records but it but it, it really put us in the mainstream and it, it put us all out there and well you know the funny thing was I, I was unknown before that but i was touring with paul rodriguez and writing with paul rodriguez for for several years before that and that's what ended up getting me the spot so oh. so when i got the spot and i was in it and i knew it was going to come out and everything it was and it, and it played in theaters 
you know my my shit was playing in theaters so wow so I didn't uh, know that. yeah so i knew when it came when it came out and once people were watching it that i really had a um right race rise to the occasion so I, I did a lot of writing and i really pushed the envelope and i started getting becoming a better and better comic because i i put myself in that spot where i had to be you know what i mean yeah well you're a mainstream comic mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, although you know doing that that latin show mm-hmm. in in the beginning uh people love to categorize you know how they're always like yeah, oh, black right. comedy right. latino comedy mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see you as a Latino comic, by right. the way. I'm Thank you. And, you, know, and you know, the funny thing even is, even though like, you blazed the trail, right? It, I I don't do any of that material anymore, you know, and and because it's, I just don't like to be pigeonholed. And you know, yeah. I play. I I just uh, last year I was headlining in Singapore, Malaysia, uh, wow. Indonesia. Actually, was the first American comedian to perform in Vietnam, a headline in Vietnam. Oh, and wow. that's not including, you know, people say, well, how about Bob Hope? Bob Hope did it for the troops. So he really didn't do it for in Vietnam. It was, even though he was the place right, was in Vietnam. Right. It's just like I've performed in Japan for the troops, but I don't tell people I performed in Japan. Because that's, I didn't play Japan, really. I played for the troops, American troops. Right. But, Which was my next question, too. Do you, mm-hmm. you drop in and take... Oh, yeah, take absolutely. It? I do the troops all the time. I work with the troops all the time. Oh. I, I was just in Europe entertaining the troops, and that was fun. Yeah. How many shows do you think you've done for the troops by now? Oh, hundreds. Wow, hundreds. Joey. Yeah, hundreds. How awesome is that? It was fun. And you know what? They need that. Yeah, those are my favorite shows. My favorite shows, especially, I've been to Iraq three times, and I've been to Bosnia like four times, and my possibly, possibly even five. But... Those are the best. I tell people those are the best shows and the worst shows. They're the worst shows because they're hard on you. They're hard on you. The money's not great, you know. But it's uh, you're you you wake up early. You're waiting for a helicopter to take you somewhere. Then it doesn't come, and you're you're running <laughs> around. You got you know. I did a show one time in a sand in the middle of a freaking sandstorm for a few troops. They were there and they were all their faces were covered with handkerchiefs. And I'm eating. I mean, I'm, I'm eating sand as I'm talking, I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going to shit a, a sandcastle because I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm literally eating sand as I'm doing the show. But right. it, it didn't matter because these troops, it, you could see it, they're so hungry. And when I realized, when I realized what I was doing was, was really good was uh, when I got back, the first time I went overseas to Iraq and I came back to the States, I got letters from, uh, or emails from mothers and wives saying, you don't know how that what that meant to my son. You know, he was there, and he, you know, now he, he he said he had such a great time, and for an hour he forgot where he was. Thank you, and I'm like, wow. When I'm getting letters, not just from the troops, but from their from their spouses yeah. and from their parents, that really touched yeah, me. And, it I, yeah. and I'm like, man, that, that's awesome. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. You know, God. God didn't bless me with much, but he, you know, he gave me a good sense of humor and a big cock, and I'll, I'll milk both of those as much as I can. Joey, we got a lot in common. <laughs> I we're both from New York. There you go. And, hey, Latin, I'm Italian. Yeah, that's know? right. Paisans. No, but we're, yeah, we're paisans, we're man. Paisans. We're paisans. We're paisans. My trainer, I, when, I, when I boxed, my trainer was Italian. I, he, they were from uh, Morris Park Avenue right around there. Oh, great, yeah. great. So do you know a lot, a lot of the boys? Because uh, uh, not only from New York, my grandfather was mm-hmm. a Golden Glove guy, uh, but when I got here, mm-hmm. I, I didn't meet too many... New Yorkers? New Yorkers, and I ran into Jacqueline Stallone, and she said, hey, they're all in my backyard. And she gives <laughs> me an address, and I show yeah. up, and there's 60 guys from New York. Nice. There. And it was Vinnie Curto, oh, Pacinente, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, Vinny, the, know Vinny. the Vinnies. Yeah. Uh, everybody was yeah, the there Vinnies in the backyard. I'm like, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny! Vito and Vito. Yeah. Vinny, 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 and Vito. Everybody was there, and they had the best pizza, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I bet. I bet. Dude, I good, love that. Good pizza, and everybody was... I didn't realize how short everybody was, too. I'm going, damn, because I'm short. 
I, you know, well, Latin's and Italian is short. short. Yeah. yeah, Latin's and Italian's are short. Well, you know, uh, um, uh, Boom Boom Mancini's my a buddy of mine, a good buddy of mine. He's well, he's my height too. He's short guy, you know, and um, Italian, but he's he's from uh, Ohio. Yeah, and great guy though too. Another another good cat. Italians are like. Lands and Italians have a lot in common, um, especially oh, East yeah. Coast Italians. Very family, yeah, too. Very, I like very family. We talk mm. with our hands. Yeah. You know, we're, um, every, we talk fast. Everything's... Yeah. Hard uh, workers. Yeah, hard workers. We love to eat. love to cook. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we have a lot in common. It's all in the, in the whole Latin vibe there. So how'd you do in, in, in boxing? So you left boxing. What, what happened with that? Well, I, I, I fought... I moved from the Bronx to... Uh, New York, I'm sorry, I moved from the Bronx to Tucson, Arizona. I became a professional when I was 19. Nice. I won the Arizona Lightweight Championship in 1983. And then in 1986, I fought for the NBF uh, Super Featherweight title. And I got robbed. And uh, after that, I had maybe a couple more fights. I just, once I got, I lost that fight, it just, it took a lot out of me. I'm like, ah, I don't want to fight anymore. And I kind of just lost heart. So I ended up becoming a cop believe it or not no yes yes i'm like my own job you fair. do not l look uh, like you're a cop I, know, I didn't act like a cop either. from where that's why i'm where, not a where? cop anymore uh, arizona i live uh, tucson arizona pd yeah, tucson yeah wow so i was a cop Bet you nobody knows that like... yeah i know it's not too many <laughs> but um so so i did that for a while i did that for about four years or so didn't like it uh I started dabbling in comedy. I, I actually went to a comedy club, and you know, I was I was because I love comics and I love stand up. Yeah. But I never thought in a million years I'll be a stand up comic. So I I went there. They they promoted an open mic. My friends were like, "Dude, you got to do the open mic." And and I I did it as a challenge. The same way someone jumps out of a plane once, they they don't decide they're not going to become a sky professional skydiver. They go, "Okay, screw it, I'll do it." I just want to just for the yeah. thrill of it. For the thrill of it. I'm glad you picked that. It's kind of similar. <laughs> yeah, but it's. <laughs> But I did it. I, I went up. I went up on stage. It was three minutes. I was so nervous. And then uh, it's like know, jumping out of a plane with no parachute. Yeah, well, exactly. And sometimes <laughs> it's more dangerous. Believe me. I, I You probably have more chance of dying on that stage. You know what I mean? Uh, and I probably did die. Uh, not literally, but but you know, uh, material-wise. But my friends liked it. I had a great time. And I became friends with all the open micro comics there. And that's all I wanted. I just wanted to be friends with comics. So I just wanted to hang out with these cats and just be, you know, so the only way to hang out with them is to be a little comic, a stand-up or a open micer. So I just became an open micer just to hang out with comics. Not, I, I never thought in a million years I'm going to do it as a career. Right. So then one day, uh, my ex-wife catches me screwing around or doing something. I don't know what it was. So all my shit, well, all my shit was out in the street. Not you. Yeah, I know. So all my shit was out in the street. I thought, I tell people, I go, I thought my neighbors were having a yard sale. Because all this shit was out in front of my house. I'm like, hey, what's, you know, and then it's all my shit. And then I realized, <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. So, wait, that's my stuff. Yeah, so she, she's like, yep, you got to go. And so I put all my shit in my car. I had a, a, a Camaro. It was like a Z28 back then. Right, Badass right. car. I put all my shit in the back. And I was too, too, uh not too proud to call anyone and say hey listen can i sp spend time in your pad so i lived in my car i didn't have a boat i wish i would have had a boat well, it was in arizona i would have couldn't have done anything right, with a boat. Right, right. but um so so i lived in my car for a yeah, few that's weeks. why i always keep the boat you never know when keep, you might have to sleep on it keep the boat <laughs> and you can move quick just pull up those lines yeah. get away from the crazy girls <laughs> yes. you have to swim to give me your crap so anyway so so I did. So uh, I was living in my car for a while. I was, you know, I would change and get dressed and brush my teeth, take showers at the gym, and and all that stuff. And I would just go to open mic. 
and one day when all this crap really hit the fan, I went to the I went to a show at the club and they let me in free because I was an open micer and they knew who I was. And I remember watching a comic up there, you know, professional comic, and I remember how much fun he was having and all the people laughing. And I remember telling myself at that very moment, I go, I go, I have nothing to lose in my life. I I have no place to live. I got no job. I have no family now. I go, I could start my life all over again, like if it, I was just born today. And and I said, what do I want to do? And I looked on that, I looked at that comic, and I said, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna become a comedian, a real one. And then that was it. That's all she wrote after that, you know. And I've had a lot of ups and a lot of downs. And you know how this business is oh, a lot yeah. more downs than there are yeah. <laughs> there are ups. I've made a hell of a lot of money and I've made shit. And it's it's you know, but I I, I still love it, man. It's the greatest yeah. job in the world because it's not a job; it's a lifestyle. So I, I lifestyle. see you still playing the small gigs, the big gigs. Yeah, I play every gig. You I can, do whatever you, know? you do. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's Incredible. I, I learned this from my from from one of my Italian friends when I was a kid. We had a hot dog stand together. He told me, he goes, "Fast nickels are better than slow dimes." And I'm like, "You know what? Fuck, I love that." And that, that's always wow, been my that's motto. That's a great saying. Yeah, it's always been my Very motto. Very true. So now you know how now it is. that hot dog stand wasn't nickels and dimes. Let me tell you something. The hot dog stands I know in New York uh -huh. City. People are ordering a hot dog, but they're dropping an envelope in the right, drawer, right? right? So, I don't well, we know what a, you guys we, were up we to. We did a little something-something. <laughs> uh, yeah, you might as well be Italian, too. <laughs> it's not just the Italians. My mom will love to hear that. She thinks Italians get a bad rap. It's oh, those no, Latinos, yeah, it's everybody. Too. Everybody's got to hustle. And... Uh, <laughs> So now it's you know now it's now I've been doing comedy for 21 years. I've literally traveled all over the world. Yeah. Um, I've made again. I've made wonderful. You know, I've made great money. I've made crap money. Um, and I just I just work, man. It, to me, if it's work, it's work. I'll take it. And if it's not a hassle, I yeah. it's, it's you know I'll say I say no to a lot of things just because somebody offered me a gig the other day and it was ridiculous. Uh, the money was blah, but it was so fucking far. Like it was in Arizona. I'm like I'm not gonna drive and it's a place i had to drive like it's because i forgot where it was it was up some not yeah. near flat it's like there's no airport nearby i'm like oh fuck i'm not gonna drive that far it's just man yeah. i'll stay home yeah you know, you know i drive a prius oh <laughs> you're 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 green you know what dude i did it because i had before my prius i had a jag and i was spending 70 bucks to fill that shit up and this was a year and a half ago Oh. And and so now it would have been more. And I'm like, I just hate it putting. I, I, to me, it was a waste of money. It was just for the principal. So I hate it. Yeah, but you were looking good in it in Hollywood. Yeah, they'd look good. And I had a Mercedes before that. Now I'm now I'm in a, the gayest car ever, a Prius. But you know what? I see people in yeah. the biz even because it's green. Green, yes. I'm, it's okay. Yes. I'm doing it for financial reasons, but I just tell them it's for green. It's yeah, green yeah, 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 yeah. It's for the environment. <laughs> but you know what? Actually, I love green my little car. Green Joey now. Medina. I love my little car, man. It, it, Prius has so much fucking room in it. It, it I, get, I fill it up for 30 bucks. It's freaking great. Yeah. So Joey's green, but I'll tell you the green he isn't. Hollywood green, because you know you know how it goes, huh? You oh, want yeah. everybody's crap before they try to pull something on you? Oh, yeah. You know, because I heard you on the voice uh, on, on the phone before something about contracts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I find that, like, they try to pull the wool over my eyes in this town. Oh, yeah, in everybody New York, tries We to. were on a handshake. We didn't even right. have this. What are you doing Thursday? No right. audition. Right. You get here, it's resumes, auditions, reels. Or there'll be a hundred lunches before anything gets done. Yeah. They'll be like, all right, let's have a meeting. Okay, you have a meeting, you have a lunch. Then, all right, let's have another one next week. What? 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 
are we going to talk about that we we didn't talk about yet? We already talked about it. Like I'm get her done. Yeah, get, I'm I'm exactly like that, dude. I, and I think excuse me, I think it's the East Coast thing. It's like I don't think they know what to do. Let's get here, going. So that's let's get cover it up. You ever notice that? Yeah. The yelling too. I'm on sets out here. You ever uh -huh. see the yelling and there's like 20 people all nervous now. There's right, right. People screwing. When people yell uh -huh. on a set. They don't know what they're doing. I agree. I know that because that's their like little start a fight with somebody, start some arguments, get some tension going mm -hmm. because I'm in way over my head because I'm somebody's cousin right. or I slept with the director. Right. You know, I've been I've been, you know, <laughs> when, when I'm directing something on my sets, it's I'm the most con and, I, and I have no patience and I have a bad temper. But for some weird reason, when I'm on set directing, I'm the calmest cat on the whole in, in, in the whole production. And I should be because I'm the director. And people have to follow that that lead. You know what I mean. So you're creating that creative yeah. atmosphere, which is important. Don't oh you yeah, think that's key. Because you got to be on. You got to. I I I do. I direct the same way I am on stage. I have, I'm very open minded, and even though I know what I'm going to talk about on stage, I I'll I'll deflect. I'll do something different. You know, if I'm talking to someone in the audience, and and I just go with it. And I'm the same way in directing. I just I, I'm like, look, I already know what the scene is going to do. Let's see. Maybe there's something better. Maybe somebody else comes to me and go, "Hey, how about if we do this?" I'm like, "Hey, I like that better. Let's do that." Or you know, and I'm just, I'll make it That's happen. That's what makes a good director. Yeah, I'll just make it happen. Wow. Well, I listen a lot. You, you don't know? get to work with too many directors like that. I mean, no, you would I think. Uh, I've I've worked not. with some directors horrible. I, one of the funniest things that, that happened with me once, uh, I wasn't directing, but I was on um, Rob Snyder's new sitcom. It's not out yet. Oh. Okay. But I shot. He was directing the episode, but he was also acting in the episode. So, which was mm. extremely difficult because he was always ad-libbing. So when he was ad-libbing, I didn't know if he was talking to me as his character or if he was talking to me as a director. So I would, like, you know, he would say something, like, I would say something <laughs> in my character and then he would be like, um, no, keep going, keep going. And I'd be like, stop. He goes, no, I'm telling you to keep, I'm like, oh, fuck, sorry. So then when I thought he was talking to me as a director... I would behave, you know, right. would, and then he goes, no, 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 I'm talking to you. And I was like, dude, this is fucking confusing, man. I, I cannot, I don't understand if you, what do you want me to do? Because I would, I was going by my lines, but he wanted me right. to ad-lib. So when, if I ad-lib, then he ad-lib. And then I didn't know if he was ad-lib. Like, it was so fucking hard to figure it out. It turned out great, and he's yeah. a great director, actually. Right. He's a great guy, and the show is great. But um, it was one of the most difficult things was yeah. to direct difficult and act him at the too, same time. Sure. Yeah. And, but uh, what would you think's an answer to that? Like, to me, I would think, like, uh, maybe have somebody else that day who knows what you want visually as a director and what you're looking for to kind of stand in and do the technical stuff so that you could just be in character. Yeah, right? there should always be a stand in if the director's acting. But I think the best way to fix it is is not to ad lib. Because if you're ad libbing, you're, the, the other people oh, acting no. around you are not going to know if. It's an ad lib, or if if you're you're saying it as a director. Yeah, that's totally confused. Yeah, now, it's very right? confusing. And it was very confusing for me. And it comes, you know, because it it was a lot of pressures. Here I am in a in a, a big scene with Rob Snyder. You know what I mean? And I'm playing this gay character that's over the top. So I'm trying to focus on that. Oh, I gotta see that. Joey. Yeah. And, Hi. Uh, yeah, it was it was <laughs> way over the Medina top. Joey Medina gay <laughs> over the top. And Whoa. but it was a great it's a great scene All or right. a great great episode. I'm in the entire episode. I steal the episode. I'm the, I guess star that whole episode. So it's um, look, I'm looking forward for that. What's tomorrow. that called? It's called Real Rob. And it's basically like uh, the Louis show or uh, like a modern family kind of single camera right. type of uh, sitcom. Good stuff. Yeah. And it's cool. We shot it in Florida. He shoots it in Florida and L.A., but it takes place all in L.A., supposedly. 
What else you got going right now that you want everybody to know about? Well, speaking of directing, I just directed a film called Missing. And it's a short horror film. The entire film is black and white except for the blood. The blood's in color. So the only thing in color is the blood. So it's really cool. And it's very. I did it with zero budget, even though I spent probably a couple of grand on it. But um, it's very. it looks very realistic. And it, the torture is hard for people to watch. There's a lot of torture in it. Oh, and it's nice. gruesome. And and I make it look as realistic as possible, and it's really uh, I'm in, like I I'm really impressed by it. I won uh, best director and best screenplay at a film festival in, in Philadelphia or in Pennsylvania. I'm sorry, and uh, I've just entered. Uh, it's just been sub, just been uh, accepted to two other film festivals. So awesome. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that. catch that if you can. Make sure you folks Google that. Missing by Joey Medina. That's right. Joey is a renaissance man. Can yeah. I call you that? Yes. Can I call you that? Yeah. I mean, multi-talented, <laughs> wears a lot of hats, everything he does. Just wish it all paid off. That would be off nice. Off the Richter scale. <laughs> off the Richter scale. I'm a big fan. Thanks, man. I appreciate so it. So where can they find JoeyMedina.com? Do you yeah, have? you go to JoeyMedina.com. You get my tour dates there. You get, there's, there's merch if you want some merch. There's... Uh, pictures videos um are you on twitter too i'm twitter joey medina comic so it's joey medina comic and my facebook is joey medina fan page and um yeah and my myspace because because I, I i don't know the passcode myspace i have a, i don't know the passcode so I, pass have, yeah, I still have one i still have myspace I i've, I've got <laughs> like one million fans or something on yeah, there and i, I, I haven't been so able to many, bring them over i just I, didn't, I don't even think it's around i don't I even mean, looked it up I you're on myspace you got to kill yourself yeah, yeah, it's over. It's, it's done. Over. It's done, folks. Stop hanging on to something that's gone already. That's right. I don't get it. Oh, so boating. I mean, we're out here on the boat. Yes. I, I mean, I'm excited you came out here to the water. Well, thanks, for, when you, especially when you said it's a boat. I'm like, let's do it because I love boats. Oh, you do? Yeah, I, I just boats are the shit. I go, I go fishing right out, right out of here, in Marina del Rey. Sometimes I take one of those boats out. Oh, great. You know that you charter boats with everybody. Yeah, you know, the right? new Del Mar or Spitfire. Spitfire, I think it's one. See, the the, the big metal plugs. one, right? Is that the big metal one? Yeah, the big yeah, metal one. Yeah. New Del Mar. Okay, Del Mar, right. And it's so, reasonable. People don't realize. No, what you pay, like reasonable. 40 bucks or yeah, something? like 40 bucks. It's not a lot. Incredible. Pay, 40 they, bucks. They give, deep sea fishing. You, yeah, you get your, you get your, your, you get your pole. The, the, they got the bait there. They you even give you everything? Yeah. There's oh, my a God. Pole. You got to pay, I think, like 10 bucks extra or whatever. But there's a pole they give you. There's bait. They show, you know, the guys are really helpful. Uh, when you catch the fish, they'll, at the end, they'll, you know, for a tip, they'll, they'll cut it, fillet it for you. They'll do all that stuff. Nice. Clean it out. It's a great day out, man. The first time I did it here, uh, they had a morning session and an afternoon session. When we got back from the morning session, I said, listen, can I pay again and, and go out in, in the next session? They're like, yeah. So they gave me a discount, and uh, it was me and my girl, and we went. Oh, and nice. we just had a great time, man. Went fishing, and it was cool. All right. They just got a great ad. Yeah, there you go. Any, yeah, any, any time think that was our sponsor. There you go. <laughs> you should ask him for that, right? It's yeah, nice well. yeah. Yeah, it is fun fishing. Well, you know, you got a boat. So you're you're more of a fishing guy. I, I, Have you done any boating that didn't include fishing? Yeah, yeah, of course. What kind? Um, power boats. Some power boats and power stuff. Boats. I had some friends in Florida. I've got a friend who's got a uh, a power boat in uh, Rob Parisi. He's the guy who sings uh, "Play That Funky Music," white white boy. Oh, okay. So he he Wild Cherry. Um, that he has a boat in uh, uh, Florida, so I went there. Miami or no? It's uh, is it St. Petersburg or yeah. St. Petersburg? I think. Are there places yeah. to go? 
because like Miami has a Newport, you can go places. Mm -hmm. This harbor, right? I I joined the yacht club, so right, I have a right. place to stop by for dinner and have cocktails nice. with the boat. Uh -huh. But they shut her down. This was crazy in the '80s. You could pull up to all these bars, clubs. Oh, nice. Tommy Lasotos had a great Dimples right, right. club. They shut oh, it all down. It was too much partying. See why? Why they now? There's nothing lockers. to do. You can't go anywhere. That sucks. Well, you got Catalina. How long does it take you, you to go to Catalina. Catalina on this boat? Six hours by sail. That's not bad. Yeah, 30 miles, day. 31 miles. Yeah, it's, just, it's, a, it's a half a day chilling, hanging out. Five miles back. Yeah, and I don't burn the daylight. Uh, if we go to Catalina, Joey, uh -huh. <laughs> we even up the playing field. You know I don't see good, right? right you know, yeah. I got sight issues. So I'm used to living in the dark. So what, what do you, so you what, what do you think I go? Midnight. <laughs> Nice. For, don't burn the daylight. Get there at 6 a.m. The light's coming up on the island. You wake the girls up. Right. Hey, get up. Get up. They wake up. I feel like Christopher Columbus. The, the rock <laughs> is in front of me. You just discovered. I love Catalina, dude. I, I remember the first time. Here's another commercial now we're doing. I, the, I remember the first time I went to Catalina. For some weird reason, I'm, I'm expecting it to be like Santa Monica or something. I'm like, I'll do it. I'll go. So I go there, and I I get there. I'm like, oh, my God, this really feels like it's a different place. It doesn't feel like it's part of California. It feels Carlo? like it's a little, you know, a little island somewhere in Mexico or something. It's, you know, and it's so much fun. It was so Where did, nice. Did you go to Two Harbors, the Isthmus, or did you go to Avalon? Avalon. Yeah. See, Avalon reminds me still of Universal City Walk. It's like, okay, why yeah, would I take good. my boat there? Because my right. yacht club goes there all the time, and right, I right. miss those cruises. Right. I don't go. But uh, I want. I like the Isthmus, two that, harbors. That's where I want to go. I've One seen horse town. I've seen the videos of, of it and oh, pictures. Yeah, and like and and yeah. One restaurant bar, right. Doug's Reef. It's a perfect little beach right there. One right? little, it's like little, oh. little like it's like a sandbar. There's little almost, beaches right? just around that side of the island uh -huh. that are just untouched. You wouldn't nice. even find a footprint. Nice. You could just bring your girl, bring a bottle of wine, mm -hmm. get naked, and have it right there. You know. Speaking of naked, I did that once in Catalina. We rented a little ro uh, motorboat, just a small motorboat. We went out. And we're like, fuck, let's, you know, let's go, let's go. Uh, you didn't scare the fish, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, they scared me, man, because I don't know how to swim. But I know how to float, but I can't swim. So anyway, so we jump overboard naked, and, uh, you know, we, we splash around a little bit, and we try to get back on a boat, and it's so hard to get back on a boat. Oh, you can't. When, People when, don't get that. Oh, my God. I really thought, I'm like, what are we going to do? We're going to have to fucking call for help. When we see a boat pass by, like, what are we going to do, you know? And uh, finally, I, I don't know how, how we did it, but one of us got on, and then we pulled the other one on. But there was it, it took us probably about 10 minutes to try to get back on that boat. Yeah, there's a couple of horror films, Open Water, that's yeah. about that. They yeah. went swimming, and then nobody could get back in the boat. Oh, yeah, I saw that drifted away. Uh -huh. Same kind of thing. People don't realize. Even yeah. here at the, uh, over here at the dock when you uh -huh. come here, right? You fall uh -huh. off the boat. You see, you can't get back on this boat. There's oh, no way. Right. So people panic. So it's probably good Good we're talking about this. Right, it's right. something we could educate them on. Uh -huh. That you got to always look for, usually a power boat has a swim step. Okay, yeah. Or a boat with a ladder. And right. instead, most people panic. Right, the right. water's cold all year round out right, here. Right. Usually they have a heart attack the minute they fall in the water, even yeah, right here by the cold. dock. And then they try to get up on the dock, and they cut themselves on the barnacles right, in the right. dock. And the dock is so high up, even though it looks like it's six inches from uh -huh. the water. You can't get up on a dock from in the water. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. Yeah, it's hard. It's well, you know what? What, what was it? Uh, somebody was telling me a story about those football players that they were on a boat. These are professional football players. You hear, you hear the story? Yeah, they're too big to even get out. Get yeah, out no, but water. what happened was this: was they were out in Florida fishing. There are four professional football players: two white guys and two black guys, and um, 
the he, I guess the, they were fishing and the storm was coming in and they said, okay, well, we got to put the anchor up. The anchor was stuck. Mm. And the guy who owned the boat, he goes, oh, this happened before and then I had to cut it and it cost me like 200 bucks for a new one. I know what I'll do. I'll just gun it and we'll pull the anchor up. But what happened was when they gunned it, the boat over flipped over and bo- all the four guys fell out. Now those now and no they had they couldn't radio anybody because they didn't know that ha- it just happened, so a st- storm comes in, they, they in like a couple of guys got delirious you know the delirium whatever and, and and two of them died then another one died and then I think it was uh, I don't know how many I think they were he, the last guys they were all together they were there he was there for three days or four days and they finally sent a, a coast guard to rescue them because they didn't come back home. But just a simple thing. They were like, oh, I, I, he didn't want to cut the anchor. Yeah. And he, he just gunned it and the boat flipped. Yeah. I did the Coast Guard and, and, yeah, you know and, stuff. and emergency stuff uh-huh. on purpose to learn what the screw-ups are. Uh-huh. And it's always a series of events. Once the first one happens, right. it's like dominoes right, right. and takes your life. Yeah. So it's like a series of three to five events off one bad choice. Right. It's and always the, that first And the guy choice. that survived, the expert said that the reason he survived was he got seasick. So he, he had all his clothes on and he had, he you know, he, he was bundled upright and all that. But I don't know what happened because he must have gotten wet. So I think yeah. that's wrong. But, but they say what happened because he was sick is what saved him. Like, I don't know, mm. he, he had all his shit or I don't know what, what, yeah. what happened. But that dude, that's horrible. Because when you're out in that ocean, and like I said, I really don't know how to swim. I mean, I could, I could doggy paddle for a few feet, you know what I mean? But that's it, you know, yeah. and I could stay afloat by doggy paddling, but yeah. that's all. It's funny you said there were a couple black guys there, right? Because every time I have somebody on the show mm-hmm. or somebody on my boat, uh-huh. one of my black friends, right. the first thing they go is, I don't swim. My black guys don't swim. And I'm swim. just like, that's a different <laughs> sport, man. We're boating. We're boating. Stay in the boat. Stay in the yeah, boat. They, they, they think you're going to throw them overboard? <laughs> I was telling Dwayne, we need to do a sketch about that. You know, yeah. it's like it's been waiting. That right, sketch right. has been waiting for 50 years, okay? <laughs> sketch is waiting. <laughs> I don't swim. I don't know why black guys don't swim. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out when we start to uh, improv a sketch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, they don't swim. Well, I'm Latin, so people think I could swim, but I'm like, no, I'm not Mexican. I'm Puerto Rican. It's a little different. <laughs> I'm Italian. I'm supposed to know how to sail. I do. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's uh, right. I it's didn't Columbus. Know. I had to learn. <laughs> I had to learn. Yeah, dude, I like your boat, man. Well, good. And so it's you, roomy are, in here. Are you into going on some adventures? Absolutely, dude. You call me. I'm there. You promise? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so we're going out soon, Ooh, yeah. and and uh, you have no problem with me recording it? No, I don't care. Because that might be even crazy. I don't yeah. know, Joey. But well, we have to. You might, you might start sounding like a little things. girl, or uh, <laughs> you might sound like they, the show you just did. Oh my God, yeah. I'm scared. Oh, I know the gay the gay character was funny. I don't know. You might either get scared, or you might be the tough guy on the water. I don't know. You no, could, I'll be you tough. Could I can up, handle it. You could end up being one of those. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I, Joey I, every, the pirate. Every time I don't get seasick, I love being out in the water. Um... Like I said, I don't, you know, I don't swim, but hey, that's what life preservers are for. So hell yeah, I'm not afraid. That's I'm not afraid of the water. I bring I bring a dinghy with us. We have a, we have a, we're all set up here. I snorkel, you know. When I yeah. snorkel, I don't I don't use a when I when I started snorkeling, I first you would use a uh, a jacket. But when you fall off the boat, you just say, "Hey, I was snorkeling." Yeah, there you go. No, but you know what it is? It's easy to stay up when you're when you're snorkeling because you got the flippers. Those flippers, you could just stay up. It just oh, keeps yeah. you up. Oh yeah, it's easy to stay wet up. Wetsuit too. You fall off the boat, a boat in a wetsuit, you're set. Okay. You so what does that do? Bob. I've never had it one. It makes it you bob around. Oh, okay. Gives you buoyancy. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, wetsuit helps a lot. That's good. A lot in the water. Well, they got one my size, but yeah. all right. <laughs> Everybody looks like bowling pins in them, too. Even if you're thin, right. you could be this hot-looking lifeguard guy. You put on a wetsuit, and it's like, oh. <laughs> right? And, and, if, and if you're a little bit chubby, mm-hmm. and you put on a wetsuit, oh, you look like Tilla the, the Hun or something. Oh, fuck. You know? <laughs> I got to get one anyway. <laughs> well, it's been great having you. Dude, thanks for having me on the show, man, and on your boat. Joey, you're the man. Thanks, okay? man. I appreciate I, it. I, I've, I've met you coming and going at, at clubs, mm-hmm. and I've been watching you on TV, and you totally inspired me. I know you inspire everybody else. Uh, you want to leave off with one last thing, or words of wisdom or something for somebody or anything? Just uh, something I've always said, and a lot of comics say this, but I live it. Live, love, and laugh. That's what life should be all about. And fucking. I guess that's part of love. I'm with you on that. <laughs> All right, words of wisdom from Joey Medina, live and on board from Marina Del Rey Harbor. Ahoy.